All right, this is the OAC Studios, and this is uh, Larry, and I got Devin here, and we're just going to talk about just a topic that I uh, noticed in society in general, and then it and it seems like it was natural, or it seems natural with, with young people, especially teenagers, and then and um, and it kind of seeps into adulthood too as well but this idea of indifference indifference and like taking things uh not really as important or even holy um as the bible says it because the bible doesn't really say like god doesn't really say like take these things as important but they but god uh the bible does say like take things as holy which is kind of similar but um yeah so indifference apathy what what other synonyms kind of go in that in that box you think um lack of caring there just seems to be a popularization of just not caring about things yeah not caring it's like dull unimportant yeah blase passe vacuous vacuous um futile (laughs) those those adjectives like yeah they all kind of go in together but yeah, what what um, you know, why do people become indifferent to to life and and the things that actually make life valuable? You know, like it seems like people are just not really considering anything as important or holy or significant anymore. And I and I think as you get older, you kind of see some people change out of that mood, and. And even in high school and college, like some people don't necessarily get in that mood all the time. But there seems to be a bigger percentage. I, I don't know. Like, what, what do you think about this? What, what do you think about it? Uh, I'll start with the, this really popular TikTok okay. of Jaden Smith. He was, he was in this interview and everyone clowned on him for what he said. He was like, I'm glad that I grew up talking to older people. Like, I got to see, like, the bigger picture of the world. Right. And, you know, I spend time with my friends and they're just like, la, 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 party, like this and that. Right. And he was like, I just want to, like, sit down and talk about, like, the state of the world that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. And basically, everyone clowned on him for it. It was like, what is this guy talking about? Like, bro, just chill out. Just relax, man. It's not serious. Just, like, relax. Chill out. Right. And, you know, I was clowning on him, too, until I kind of found myself in the same situation. But Like you were clowning on him and disagreeing with I, him? I became him. Oh, you became him. I became him. And why does this, why, why are we in a state where it's just popular not to care about anything, not to take anything seriously? I mean, at the end of the day, I think it comes down to it's easier uh-huh. for people to not care. If, if you don't care, you don't really have to put any standards to anything. You know, if you don't care, if everything's just fun and games, if everything's empty, vacuous, like you said, it's... It's easier. It's just easier to live life without any standards for yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than to think, wow, this might be important. I might have to do something because when you f- see that something's important in life, when you see the importance of life, then it calls for action. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to put forth that action. Yeah. And do you think, yeah, I know you said uh, people don't want to, but like, is it because like the consequences is that, like you said, like you have to put like your your energy into it and like and that that becomes kind of like 
demotivating because it, you, you realize how much energy and strength and like power you need to put into something yeah. in a, something that you know is important and also who you'll lose mm. in the process of seeing the importance of life especially as a young person you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to go against the crowd is the hardest battle you might ever face right so what I mean, like putting in that action, it's just having the strength to say no to this, yes to this, to change. Because if you view life a certain way, then that reflects in your lifestyle. Right, right. And if everything's not important, then you can live however you want. That's when true. things become important, you got to change how you live to reflect that. Mm. There's certain things that you can't do anymore, but everyone else is still doing them. All your friends are still doing. Do you have that strength? Do you want to change? That's right. where it gets hard. Oh, okay. Right. So it's it's like this that strength is like a resolve. Like, yeah, the resolve to to do what you actually believe in, you mm. know, what you see, to act upon things, and it's so hard because where do you every all these young people? We need role models. Pe- young young people need role models. They need someone to look at to help develop their mindset about life. Right. And how many? people you go on instagram how many celebrities are just talking about okay life is kind of serious guys it's kind of like stop playing games as you get older you know funding parties is good and stuff like that how many mm. celebrities do you see talking about that right i mean every celebrity's had a party doing drugs on their instagram story mm. they're drinking they're doing whatever they want to and you'd think that that doesn't affect you as a person mm. i mean look at the social media time like eight hours a day for some people that's crazy just you don't think that everything you see changes it because i was reading in the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, mm. and what your brain turns into imagery, it's like 90%. Wow. So 90% of what your brain does is based on what you see. Right. That's a crazy high number. <laughs> That's scary, actually. So, I, didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Even Donovan. Donovan's taking a class that's the same thing. I think he was taking, even he was in history. He was in a history class. Right. And that's just that that's just a click for people to realize that when the bible says that the the eyes are like the window to the soul when you see something by beholding behold it yeah behold it yeah that's right and you know leave religion out if you don't want to believe in it okay leave religion out of it look at it from just a regular just fine look at it purely logical you can still see the same thing really like sociologically or empirically yeah for sure have you heard of that quote like uh, life imitates art and art imitates life huh have you heard I haven't that? heard that, but yeah, wow, <laughs> right? And um, yeah, and I, I, I think one one expression of like our culture is like through art, you know, and and like and then when when people see art and images, well, imagery is just art. Like TV, what you see on thing is just images are is art in itself, and then it kind of oh, like yeah. pushes back onto what your mind is thinking. Yeah, the dedication some of these artists put into movies. Right. To put like to, to really push a narrative to, to show you something. They yeah. put a lot of time into that. They do. Because that, they know that you pick up stuff as a person. That goes back to our other podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. Like, and then in our other podcast you talked also about, you know, how you ha- you have to let go of certain associations. So so it, this this is kind of like coming together uh, with this whole idea of indifference that like when people and, and young people specifically get indifferent about their about their life about their school about the education or whatnot um so you, what you're saying is that a lot of it has to do with um their their relationships their relationships with others and what they view 
and what they're watching and what viewing. They're Social media has a huge impact on a teenage lifestyle, young adult lifestyle. Yeah. So what you view plus the people you surround yourself with creates your character. It's the biggest impact on your character and what you believe. Mm-hmm. And but we said be careful about it, but it is hard to tune out. So indifference, why are you indifferent? I mean, you can feel it. I felt it at times where, like, you just truly feel like you don't care. Like, true indifference. Not even faking it. Like, you truly just don't care about anything. Mm. Have you ever felt that before? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like you just don't have, I don't know if it's, like, an energy thing. You don't have the energy to even care anymore. Yeah. And that that indifference is a scary indifference. I'm, I'm not so worried as the fake indifference where you pretend that you don't care. Yeah, yeah. But when you are indifferent long enough for it to become a reality of your life to where you're truly indifferent. Right that's a scary reality that's what you want to stay away from for sure there, there's an idea and there's a story and i don't know if you heard the story where this uh where this person um you know ha- is like on a farm and has to make a decision on uh which side of the fence like he want he needs to own and so he just sits on the fence <laughs> have you heard of that yeah that's no, where the, that. that's where that phrase sitting on the fence comes from and then and then he doesn't make a decision like he just he just sits on the fence and then all of a sudden the the end of the story you know at least in some 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 of the parable stories like they say that satan comes and picks up the fence and says i own the fence (laughs) i don't know if you i don't know if you heard of that i never heard the story before but i've heard the phrase and that's where that comes from that's yeah i I don't think i said it exactly right but the idea is basically like a lot of people don't want to make any choices because they know that their choices are consequential that is so true you know like they know that the choices that you make is consequential so you kind of like freeze and you don't want to make a choice it's called the uh, uh, in uh, sociology and psychology it's called the uh analysis of pr- or pr- the paralysis of analysis like you you actually become paralyzed yeah, because you don't want to analyze it and you don't want to choose because you know that if you choose one direction, you're going to hurt people. And if you choose another direction, you're going to hurt people. So some people don't know what to do. Yeah. And they don't. And people naturally don't like confrontation. So they, they would rather just choose not to. The passive least the, resistance. Just kind of be passive and not really like choose anything. Yeah. And I think that's that's not good either. Yeah, because that, that, whole, that whole idea is so flawed in its center. I mean, you don't want to make a choice in order to not make a choice, but that's but a that's a choice in itself. That's it. That's exactly right. Like, that's that, exactly people, right. You know, if you if you spend your whole life trying to avoid the decisions to to avoid the choices, every single time you do that, that's a choice. That is, and it, there's no way in any of those areas of life that that's going to have a positive result in your life. That's right. That's right. right? And I, I think it really, I think where a lot of young people sadly have come to and it's part in part because of adults like uh you know and narratives and politics and everything in in regards but a lot of like young people want to be they want they want to be peacemakers by heart you know like they, they want to be like liked by everybody you know every i think that's human nature that is human nature everyone just likes to be uh at peace with everyone and and like and and to be liked by everybody but unfortunately our our world is not like that you know like it's almost impossible you know to be liked by everybody it's completely impossible it's it's not right like even if (laughs) you know 
you know, you have to make a decision on like, all right, do you want, you know, do you like the color blue or do you like the color green or whatever? And like somebody, so you're going to get somebody mad if you just choose like, yeah, my favorite color is green, you know. Yeah, you're going to trigger somebody. <laughs> trigger, right? There you go. That's another word. You, you end up triggering. And I think like, do you, I know, do you feel like that is part of one of the reasons why indifference is like occurring is like, you, you know that it's going to be triggering to people if you if you choose a, a side De- definitely today for sure for sure right? for sure everything's a landmine every every choice can be a landmine right today. it's like a landmine for every every big thing yeah like even if you stand for like traditional marriage that then you like almost exclude like lgbtq but then if you're if you stand with lgbtq then you th- then you then you the kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you then you get re- then conservatives are mad and then um in almost everything, like in what you eat, like if you eat meat, then the vegetarians are mad. Yeah, if you're just vegetarian, then like meteors <laughs> come at you. <laughs> you drive electric, you drive gas. It's yeah, right. Like oh, it seems like almost everything has become like hot button topics. Yeah. And uh, do, do you think young people recognize that as such? Oh yeah, young at, people are the most receptive. They're they're, they're they're very receptive they're, to all these they, things. They right? see it really clearly, and they're very intelligent. And their decision making, they right. know they can clearly see which one is the majority, which one's the minority, mm-hmm. and most people pick the majority. Some people might pick the minority, and then the people that remain indifferent because they don't want to choose either side. Right. And yeah, that's a huge thing. Mm. Is because you see the battle is always it's the, these large scale things always get mm-hmm. blown up, blown mm-hmm. up. Every mm-hmm. every landmine is just everywhere. So say you like. The traditional marriage thing. Yeah. Like, that's media. That's everywhere. That argument is everywhere. When you see it like that, when it's so grand scale, it becomes hard to even make a decision when it seems like it has so much weight behind it. Right, right. And I I, I honestly feel bad for society in general, really, but for young people specifically, just because, like, you know, like, this week they actually, in the Senate, they they, they wanted to pass the uh the marriage bill that that basically codifies you know gay marriage you know mm. and there you know there's a lot of people that were against it but i think it's still passed in really? the senate and so you know like i can i can see as somebody who's like conservative or somebody that just thinks it's basic it seems like common sense that that it should only be a woman and, and a man, right? That that a lot of the very fundamental, like, common sense things that you thought was common sense is becoming, like... Is you're be, radical. Is becoming radical. Or min- radical. You're, you become the minority when, you, when you think, man. like, oh, one plus one equals two. Have you heard of the movement that, like, people are saying, like, you shouldn't be so dogmatic about one plus one equal two? Are you serious? Yeah, because it, there's other, like, there might be other worlds or there might be other possibilities, other realities that one plus one doesn't equal two. So, like, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Like, Man. like it seems like, and I, the reason why I'm, like, I'm sad because it's, like, Satan is really, towards the end of time, it's really, like, skewing, like, reality, you know? And making people and making young people think like their common sense is and what they've been taught is like actually like well yeah I mean wrong especially if you grew up in plan. that that's a genius plan I mean who's, yeah. the, who's the future yeah that's who's right the future I mean God I mean if you read Ellen G White she talks all about how young people need to be this and that because they have so much influence that's right so if God has a plan Sam has the opposite plan and that's why young people are so attacked by these issues. Mm-hmm. 
because he needs them to be different from what God wants them to be. That's right. It's the only way that he can have power is when he takes the young people out of the equation because then the future is obscured. It's obscured, right? And it's not secure with, with like, brave and, like, moral, people. you know, people. And, and, and that's what uh, even the founding fathers said, you know, like, our country, specifically the USA, you know, cannot stand without a moral people, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of that. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I think it was Jefferson that said that, like, the only way the Constitution is gonna is going to work is if the people are a moral people. But if you lose like morality, and everything is upside down, like, <laughs> like it's gonna lead to anarchy and yeah, ca- I, chaos. I've heard words used in this book. I was reading the Secret Destiny of America, words uh-huh. used in association with a la- the loss of morals mm-hmm. as detrimental. Like yeah. the word detrimental sticks out to me in my head every time I hear something mm, like this. It's a big word. It, it, I mean, what other word can you use? It is going to quickly ruin. It's going to go to quick ruins. It's not going to survive by any means. Right. I mean, man, what do you do in this situation now? What do you do with all this this, this noise? It's just all this noise. What do yeah. you do when you, you want to be indifferent? But what do you do to solve it? Mm. What's your next step after figuring out that, you know, being indifferent is wrong? What do you What do you do now? And how do you pick what that's side right. to be on? You that's know? right. That's right. What topics to choose? You know. In the you know you know history repeats itself because it's not like even though we live in that time it's not like it's new, like yeah. a, a other cultures and other society, civilizations and. Yeah, history it, may not repeat, but it rhymes. It, I think that's how. Oh, it, I like that. I like rhymes. that. It kind of rhymes. And um, I think we can learn from, you know, even like the, what the Bible says about like Daniel and, and the three Hebrew boys and, and Babylon, you know, like you, you eventually do have to make stands in life, you know, yeah. and um, Joseph in Egypt or, you know, Esther during her time, you know, like everyone like you, those are extremes. Yeah, those, those are, extremes. are extreme situations. Where yeah. It's like this or death. Right. You know, and if you, you know, one day, I truly believe if you believe in God's process, like yeah. it's going to be like that again. So if you can't even make the right decision when it's not life and death, right? How do you expect to make the right decision when it is life and death? You that's know? right. That's right. So how do you fight against indifference then? Because, like, it, yeah, it's not maybe to the point where, you, hey, you know, there's a gun point and make a decision. But it seems like people are, even now, even if it if it's not as urgent, or dangerous to make a decision like people are still like not wanting to make a di- like my not wanting to make a, uh, a choice you know on issues yeah. in their life and in society so the first thing you have to do is recognize indifference as a choice itself mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. pretend that indifference isn't is just the, the not choosing right. indifference is still choosing right the second thing you have to do is well my dad always put it like this he's like Devin a man is not made in one day mm-hmm like, a person does not become whoever they are at the end of the day through one experience. Right. So, you have, everyone has a moral compass. I truly believe that everyone has mm-hmm. this. When they hear something or see something, they either instinctively know it's right or wrong. So, the first step you got to take is when you feel something is wrong, when you feel something is right, stand by it or step away from it. Mm-hmm. And there is no secret to it. There is there is things you can do. You can definitely pray. Definitely pray over situations. For sure. For sure. Read your Bible. You know, seek spiritual guidance. But there is no other secret to it. You just have to do it. You have to 
build the resolve, the courage right. to stand away, to step apart, to be different. Mm-hmm. If everyone's turning right and they're going down a hill or, uh, or, or over a cliff, over a cliff, you know, turn left. You got to do it. Yeah. It's no other. It's just a, it's simple. It's hard, but it's simple. Mm. You know. So first recognize that indifference is a choice that you're making. Yeah. D- just like Satan taking the fence, like like <laughs> you're if you're sitting on the fence, you're like the the fence is a choice you're making. Mm-hmm. Like um you know the idea of like uh having like black and white answers or just like having like um like two answers like you know when 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 Jesus or when uh on was it Mount Carmel when Elijah said, you know, choose ye this day whom ye shall serve. Mm. You know, whether it be Baal, you know, follow Baal. If it's God, follow God. Like, <clears throat> I think, what do you think about the whole notion of having to choose, like, one or the other? Like, I, I think some people just don't like that idea. Like, uh, it, do you think that there's a third option in, in many cases or no? I don't, I don't. I do not like ultimatums. No one likes, no yeah, one likes yeah, to yeah. have an ultimatum, ultimatum in their face. You know, it's either yeah. or. I'm going to say it like this. God, God, at the end of the day, knows your heart. Yeah. Only he can know what you're thinking. Right. But if it's, if, if it's a black and white situation, there you'll never be able to find that gray area. I right. feel like at the end right. of the day, you can look at it as much as you want to. You can obscure the black and the white. You kind of mix it together. You know, maybe that's kind of good. That's kind of bad. But, you know, I can kind of mix around with it mm-hmm. you have to choose it's i, I know you're not you, no one likes to do it right but you have to do it there is no other option i mean what are you gonna do if you don't choose just not choose you're right and that's, that's right. a choice i mean that's right it's that simple for me it's just you have to choose choose right make a choice i mean god is not going to take lukewarm that's right he's that's not right. going to take lukewarm that's a good point so revelation it says that about the Laodicean church like yeah, they were like lukewarm people they're lukewarm and he spits them out because like they, they didn't choose like wholeheartedly yeah yep so it's either you're hot for God or you're not it's either you're doing what's right or you're not wow that's a that's a very like pointed uh description of the of the last day people like of people in the last days where where they're oh, they're, they're they're kind of like never choosing of uh, like a position right yeah like they're lukewarm. Wow, lukewarm is like I'm glad you brought that up. That's a that's a that's awesome. Yeah. And um, but that's not to say like I I hope that you're not saying that it's not it's it's not okay to compromise sometimes, right? Oh, I'm not saying that compromise. Like compromise is not the same thing as being like indecisive or indifferent. <clears throat> uh, compromise is not the same. Compromise is. I believe it's working towards the good with what you have at hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Compromising is good, but at the end of the day, there's still lines. In some cases, yeah, for sure. There's still lines. So even in the cases that compromise is called for, that you know you just got to take what you got. Yeah. But you know there's still a line. There's right. Still lines, and anything that goes past that line or past this line <laughs> can't compromise. Okay, okay. There's gonna be some. Uh throwing hands or some beef going on (laughs) i mean it's so much easier to deal with the the pain and the heartache and the issues in the moment than drawing it out over a long period of time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i believe and i mean i just imagine if if how much daniel compromised 
right. when he was praying three times a day, you know? Right. He, he compromised with what he could, but at the end of the day, he couldn't cross that line where he didn't pray. Right. Know? Yeah, man, I think that, uh, I think people need to know, I think young people need to know that, like, making decisions for God is it's not always the easiest thing, you know? Oh, it's the hardest it's, thing. Some, sometimes it's the hardest thing. It can be the hardest C- thing. Because you might be the minority in the majority, you know? I feel like you'll you, always be the minority in this world. Yeah. I mean, especially the path we're going, you're always going to be the minority. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 in the, as I'm pondering this and processing this, like, it, like we're not called to violence, you know, to be violent as we make our choices. But the other side has that option. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're like, saying. Like, evil, like, there's no boundaries for evil. You know, like, they they can just choose to, like, willy-nilly kill sometimes. I'm not saying if you're not a God believer you're going to do that, but literally you don't really have any, like, authority or constraints. Yeah. You know, and so I'm just, I'm just I'm processing the fact that as believers like we have restraint even though we you know we may be very vocal about things about you know certain issues or whatever but we're never we should not at least jesus says he, he says put away the sword like don't 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 do it by violence like he god well, he says vengeance sense. is mine says the lord right yeah What's it, that? Should, it should make sense that we are handicapped you remember the chess match yeah, if yeah. you're already the winner that's true if you if you got if you have the god yeah. On your side, you've already won the game. Why do you have to go on the offensive if he's already won the match for you? Wow, that's a, that's really good. That's a good thought. I mean, I believe in protecting yourself, but I don't believe in offensively hurting people. Yeah, that's a good point. That's no. a good point. And I, I I think I think young people, especially Christian young people, and if you made a decision for Christ, needs to know that that's a good point. Like we've already had the victory, and in uh, when when you do make a decision for Christ, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, but we ultimately have the victory at the very end. Yeah. And we shouldn't resort to, like, you know, what the devil's tactics are and using violence and other things. <clears throat> Nothing you could do will change the outcome yep. of this chess match. Whether you choose right or wrong, the outcome will be the same. You choose wrong, in the end will be destruction. You choose now, maybe you get social destruction. Either way, the outcome is the same, <laughs> ultimately. So... If you find it hard to make a choice, maybe it's simple for you. Pick the winning team. Maybe it's that simple for you. Wow. <laughs> just to pick the winning team. Right. You know? So what other ways, I guess, uh, can, can we encourage people to make the decision to choose the right, you know? Um, I guess the easy way to do it is to not be alone. Because mm-hmm. however you, whatever you believe in, there are people out there that believe the same thing. Okay. And surround, if you surround yourself with those people, it'll make it a lot easier to push forward when you surround with people that believe in the same things you do. It gives you that momentum, that push. Yeah. You know, it's easier to run in a group than to run by yourself. Oh, for say. sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Surround yourself with people with the same objective, the same goal, the same morals, and it'll be infinitely easier than surrounding yourself with people that are negative, but you just want them to like you. Or to, to be friends with them for the X, Y, and Z. It's going to make it so much harder. Amen. Is there any any other things you said? To, all right, so just to recap and review. First of all, recognize that indifference is a choice. I think uh, secondarily, the one that you just mentioned now, to, to really find other believers and other people that 
are are choosing that way as well right yeah. they are choosing the you know choosing that path of righteousness and holiness in this regard i know that at the end of the day god has already got the victory oh yeah we mentioned that too and, and number three that we, like if you make that choice for for god that like you have victory ultimately and and i would add that not not only do you have victory but you actually have like eternal and lasting happiness you know because things start like lightening up in, in life like things do that indifference starts to slip away and you start thinking of people as actually important and like things start becoming more meaningful because you're like because like yeah like like this is important like these 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 things are things that i value and i would you know i would fight for you know not fight violently but like fight with conviction in regards to these things those three so those are those are good those are three points those are good three points in regards to number two finding other people especially young people if you're not in a you know a christian environment um and you're and even sometimes even if you're in a christian environment you can't really find friends but if you're you know in a place where there's not support like how where do you find that support okay one i think that if you are a light in the darkness that you'll draw the lights towards you when mm. you start acting different you'll draw other people towards you mm. you know you show christ and christ will draw men yeah right for sure you know he didn't he didn't have peter by himself he had 12 disciples that's right he didn't have any and he would send them off in pairs to do missions mm-hmm. so if you follow god he will send people into your life they'll be on the same track as you on the same mission as you and you won't be alone Right. And even if you are physically alone, you are alone. That's true. So you realize, and it's it's building that relationship with him that will really get that into your system because it won't feel like you're surrounded by God on the first day right. of making these decisions, but it will get easier and you will feel closer. That's true because yeah, Jesus does promise the Holy Spirit to be a your comforter, you know, even if you're by yourself. But I would add on top of that that you know God before he left you know told peter like on this foundation you know this is you know you on this rock you know you shall build like he was talking about himself but he was also talking about like how to build the church you know yeah. so I, I would recommend that if you you know if you haven't been going to church like go to church and maybe find some people that believe in in you unfortunately <laughs> some young people might go to church and all they see is old people and they, there's no yeah. other young people around and in that case you know, like just keep searching. Yeah, and it's not hard. I mean, you have, you yeah. have Google. Look up church, yeah. <laughs> nearest church. I mean, look up youth groups, church youth groups. Yeah, that's right. It's that's that right. simple these days. That's right. To find a group, and they're they're always open. Yeah, I know that my church is always open to for sure new people coming around. Don't be afraid to do it. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in the Detroit area, hit up Devin. You know, <laughs> you know, hit up Devin. You know, he's a one of the youth leaders in uh, in this area, and um, I know of other places where, um, you know, I, GYC is like a uh, is like a convention that meets every year where everybody around like the U.S. and around the world kind of meet there, and, and they're all like minded type of people as where as well. But <clears throat> yeah, whoever's listening, like you know. Th- there are places. There are places. You can go. Camp Camposabo. Look yeah, Camposabo. Camp there's their schedules where you can just go there. Summer, summer camp. Other teams with you. Yeah. Really expand. 
who you expand know. your expand who you know like you don't have to be um relegated to the just the people that are around you you know like you there are people out there and you just need to seek it out so i think number two is that's huge um yeah indifference i i i really like what we're you know what we're talking about but do you see it around you like it like you do you see like the people around you and so like friends and stuff every like becoming more indifferent day yeah every passing day i see someone get a little bit colder a little bit more shallow <laughs> more shallow a right more shallow, a little bit <laughs> that's a good word more i want to do this step and i'm like hey but we're not, kind of not supposed to like do that why do you want to do that it's like well i just you know i'm just i don't care anymore you know, wow. It's always that care. It's always that word. I don't. Those words. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care anymore. I'm done. Right. Man, it is some of the worst things to see people just like give up, caring. Caring, right? Just like you just stop caring. I mean, it's one thing to be indifferent, to kind of not want to choose, but to just not want to care and be indifferent at the same time. It, and it really, it's not a neutral spot, right? Because, like I said about like in our worship, like when you become indifferent. It's kind of a symptom of like first of all it's like a sin in a way where it's like in the in the bible it's kind of analogous to leprosy where you start becoming insensitive like your nerve endings become insensitive and you start <clears throat> not able to feel anymore and then you start you know you can easily just step on a rusty nail or something like that and get you know hepatitis or whatever but <clears throat> like uh how how do how does indifference in your mind like it, why is indifference such a bad thing, and and how do what are the consequences of indifference? I have never known, I've never read or seen any successful or happy person talk about the positivity in being indifferent. Mm. It is that simple for me. <laughs> That's Who simple. do you know that is so happy and enjoys living life that is also indifferent? Wow. It, like like name one person you know that's just like the it, most in there like I don't care about this and that but I'm super happy about life and I love life like, like, cool. like you never see that you right, never see right, that anywhere right, right that's a good point I mean it's just I think like the worst part about being indifferent and not caring is that you lead other people to being indifferent and not caring right your negative attitude your your carelessness will touch everyone around you wow and it's contagious, brings, just it's like contagious. leprosy, just like leprosy. It is definitely contagious, and especially when you're someone that people look up to. Mm-hmm. And like you all, we'll never know, but like if you're a older sibling out there, you you know right. the, the influence that you can have. Oh, for sure. Someone that looks up to you. So I feel like the biggest problem with being indifferent is that it causes other people to be indifferent. Mm. That's huge. That's huge. And and when when somebody becomes indifferent, do you think it? I know this is a leading question, but do you think it kind of, like, leads to more and more, like, bad decisions? No, I think being indifferent leads to great decisions in life. (laughs) I think that not caring about your decisions leads to a great, happy, fulfilling life. Right. You know, everyone in jail definitely was caring about what they did to get there. That's a good point. (laughs) <laughs> obviously sarcasm that's know, good. So i'm sorry to argue that but i feel like <laughs> right, that's the right, right. way to you know get people to think about it that's true that's true and i and i just i guess in my mind i think people think that indifference is being neutral but actually indifference is actually actively like choosing it's almost like actively choosing evil mm. you know it's like 
you don't think that indifference is like actively choosing evil, but it, it kind of is, because like when you're indifferent you're, and you don't want to make the right choice, and like I said, if the fence is like Satan's and and you're 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 either like choosing good and like following the light, or you're following you know in the wrong, yeah. in the wrong right I mean, that's just horrible about being indifferent is that you don't even want to think about the choices you don't even want to think about the consequences you don't want to think about anything you right. just want to not think you right know? you don't want to think but then you make these decisions like saying ah you know i don't ha- i don't have to worry about accountability to god i don't have right. to worry about accountability to others I don't my worry parents. What, what could do to anyone around me what right could do to myself you know and that, that's like that's like a driver on the road that just like doesn't care and just starts like driving everywhere it doesn't even right. care about the rules anymore yeah when you get into a car and you're driving a vehicle every you, you can choose to take any life around you you could exactly you choose to preserve exactly. it by paying attention you know that's something they teach you in driver's ed that's right stuff. that's right so indifference and being a negative person it can lead to so many so many foul outcomes in your life how many people have hurt themselves self-harmed themselves because they cared so much about themselves how many people have committed suicide because they just cared about themselves That's, so much? There you go. There you go. All right. That's right. And how many people have gotten rich because they didn't care about making money? Like it's 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 so straightforward in my mind about whether you whatever you choose to care about or not care about, that is going to be the outcome of your life because mm-hmm. all the power in your life really comes from your decisions, mm-hmm. and the decision to be indifferent only leads on a negative path. Amen. Amen. I think that for for those that are listening that feel kind of in despair and kind of like, well, how do I get out of my indifference? I mean, we mentioned those three things. And what if, like, they tried that? What if they tried God, they tried finding people around them, and they're just still not finding ways to care, like reasons to care, you know, and wanting not still not wanting to make right decisions because of this overwhelming culture that just kind of like makes them just continue choosing the indifference, you know, like what, 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 like, how would you, what would you say about that? All right. So you're saying that they don't, they don't know how to at this point. They don't yeah. They, they realize indifference is bad. They, they know that I should find people, but yeah, I've tried that or, or I just can't find that or whatever. And then I, I've tried God. I've been raised in the church or maybe, or whatnot. And, um, and I still feel indifferent about the things around me. Well, first I would ask them, what did they mean by tried? Mm, that's what, a good point. What did you mean by tried? I mean, I'm sure there's people who have tried really hard. Mm-hmm. But if someone was to come up to me and ask me that question, I first of all, what do you mean by tried? What did you actually do right. to try? And well, what effort did you put forward to look at those people? You gave it one shot, two <laughs> shots, you were done. Right, exactly. You, know, you gave God one shot, and that's, that's arrogant. <laughs> to begin with, to think that you gave God a shot and he let you down. How arrogant is that, man? Right, 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 right. But if you, if you truly are seeking it, I don't see any way that you won't find it at some point. Yeah. You can be impatient. It's okay to be impatient. It, it's, it's human to want something to happen instantly. Right. But it will happen. And if you can't find God, you feel like you can't find God or you can't find these people, take, take a minute, sit down, and examine your life. Think about all the negative stuff that you still have, these habits you still have that might hinder these relationships. Mm-hmm, if there's mm-hmm. something still in your life that is blocking you off mm-hmm. from finding these 
relationships, this this new life, to starting this new course. Right. Because you can't really start a new path while wanting to keep all the bad, you know? Right, right. exactly. So that's, that's huge. Take a minute and examine. Really think about the choices you make, the habits you have. If any of them are negative, you need to learn how to push them away and just focus right. on finding what's good. You can't love the world and love God at the same time. That's That's huge. That's huge. I would add another fourth one now that you mentioned it because my you're starting to trigger a lot of <laughs> things in my mind is like you can do physiological things like sleeping better like you said you know eating more better yeah one of those things meals. is how you treat your body yeah how you treat your body yeah you to, that's right i mean the, the impact the whole another talk but the impact of food on your mind that's right that's what i'm saying that's a whole study because it can own. get your mind clouded and then you just can't think clearly until you're indifferent you become right. different <laughs> that's a good point so like the mind body connection is is huge like and so be how proactive. you treat your body be proactive don't don't be the person to stay inside on the weekends and do nothing right and then be surprised when you can't really find god or find people <laughs> with the same values be be a proactive person right even if you're not don't then don't go out with the goal like i'm going to find somebody to talk to that that believes in the same thing as mine. Yeah, just, yeah. just go about your life being a proactive person and you'll run into these things wow i was just about to add that like I think the sixth one, so I think we we're actually adding a little bit more is um, being of service, right? Like just when you start serving people and you th- start thinking outside of yourself, like that automatically kind of triggers like, oh, it's true. I'm not that important. Like other there, people are important. Like there's other needs in in the world that need to be addressed. You know that are very important. Like people that aren't aren't eating. You know homeless people and right. people don't have houses. And you know <laughs> you're starting to you start realizing that that there's a lot of important things worth uh, living for. You know. Yeah, one of the most important things you can do when you do service. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just look up soup kitchens near you. Go to a soup kitchen. Go. It will teach you one of the biggest things that you need in life to be a positive person, and that's gratitude. It will bring in front of you all the negative things that you see. All these people that have so much less than you. And the craziest thing is you can talk to some of these homeless people. Mm -hmm. I've talked to homeless people before, and they're happier than I am. It's like, dude, how are you happier than I am? Like, how these people are like, (laughs) God is good, God is good. Then I'm like, bro, are you serious? (laughs) Like, how? How are they happier than I am? So what am I ungrateful for? Wow. That put me in a position where I feel like I have it so much worse off or act like I have it so much worse off than people who have almost nothing. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, yeah, go to go to a soup kitchen, volunteer, because you'll, you'll see that there is so much more to the world than just you. And even in that service, you'll get people asking about why you did this. It's not about finding people who believe in the faith already or are strong in faith, but also drawing other people asking questions with you. And wow. it's not just you looking for the questions. It's you and another friend and another friend also asking the same questions and when there's multiple people asking the same questions and looking for it together then you have a group of people searching for truth and then how much easier will be to find it when you have other people searching and searching that's right and then that that itself is a community it's a community on your own yeah you know a support system yeah in regards to gratitude i I preached on this last week You, you know cicero and martin luther also borrowed from it but he they said that um Thanksgiving is the greatest of all virtues and is the parent of all others. Yeah. Have you heard of that yeah, before? Yeah, I read it. Yeah, it. Philosophy class right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you read that Sister, one? Yeah. So I, I agree. I think that, like, if you want to be a more loving person, if you want to be a more patient person, like, it all starts with gratitude. Like, yeah. if you're not, like, seeing, like, 
all the many blessings that are a part of your life, then then how can you be more loving and all these other virtues, yeah. you know? How can you stop being indifferent if you have nothing to be grateful for? Right. It's crazy. <laughs> and, um, man, that, that's good. Service is, is a huge one. I mean, to get I always, always pose the question to my friends. <clears throat> like, someone, some, one of them will text me and be like, bro, I'm so upset about today. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm like, some of them even said, like, I just want to end it all. It's like that. And I and this this speech that someone I can't remember the person said a while back. It's like there is a kid on his deathbed right now, cancer, right now, praying to God for a life like yours. Wow. And they just get quiet. They get quiet. Like <laughs> they stop talking for like a good two minutes. Yeah. It's like wow. I never thought about it like that because no one ever really seems to think about themselves. That's right. Any, anything other than themselves, you know, you just think about yourself. But then again, the whole helping out being of service it teaches you how to really evaluate your own life in the lenses of other people when you see right. how other people live how people with less That's live right. you just right. again everything's more grateful everything has more meaning right having food three times a day has more meaning when you've seen people who can only come to a soup kitchen for maybe one right 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 and it goes to that that idea basically is like perspective you know that's why going on like mission trips, going in other places around the world, you know, it's gets you powerful. out of, gets gets you out of your bubble because you realize, wow, there's like people living in 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 this squalor, like in places where it's just like they don't have like bathrooms like we do, right. they don't have like housing like we do, and they're still living like they're still happy and whatnot. Happy. And they have they don't they don't have healthcare like we do and all. <laughs> I think it's uh, uh we live in a in a condition of like privilege that we don't really we don't really realize i mean if you are listening to this in america (laughs) right you know nothing but privilege (laughs) essentially the majority of us know nothing but privilege yeah think that someone in a third world country feels sorry for you in your warm house and your, your, you can go to a store you know some places don't have stores grocery stores yeah. we don't have kroger down yeah, the yeah. street man we have like kroger meyer walmart target Dude. like <laughs> to get food anything at your fingertips anything Brand at your fingertips. yeah that's funny and it, that's why so many people go on like a mission trip out of country and come back completely changed that's completely right completely different i mean i yeah didn't do much in my high school life besides search trips disaster response and even in that but, but little that, glimpse where someone's lost their house from a tornado it's like wow i'm about to go back to our dorms later this evening where we have heat and a nice bed and then i can go home where i have a nicer bed it's like why why would i ever be upset when i have all this to be happy that's right that's right about you know praise god man praise god yeah that's a, that's a encouraging like uh it, for anybody listening you know, and young people specifically, or anybody, just, you know, always think, you know, to do service, and, and that will help as well. Man, we covered, like, six things. Can you re- can you review all six of those things? <laughs> I can't even keep up. Uh, but uh, the first one. Knowing indifference knowing is a choice. Knowing indifference is a choice. Second one, find people around you. Third one, the battle is already won. I can't keep track of the fourth, fifth, sixth <laughs> one. But uh, the, be grateful. I'll be grateful. Be grateful. Sixth, the service, service, life of service. Life of service. Um, I'm sure we covered some other big ones too. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there was a lot we didn't like, even think about. Yeah, that 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 uh, the one I mentioned is that church was actually instituted by by Jesus to really to really help people, and so you know, find a good church, you know, find find a community that um that will support you. <clears throat> um. And uh, and we did talk about social media. Do you think uh, 
it's wise to refrain from that or is it just a hopeless cause because we have to have it like in terms of like <clears throat> our phones and is it you think it's wise to make limits and to restrict our time and stuff like that well it's wise to limit anything <laughs> right temperance right that's a seventh one right there <laughs> i don't genuinely see any real positivity from social media other than you know staying connected with individuals but as far as posting and stuff getting caught up in that world i just don't see any like real positive no thing that you can get from it and you know it's just you see all this all these things that people have and that will destroy gratefulness yeah you know you see someone driving around in a lamborghini you know posting a story from a yacht your best friend finally got like this this really cool sports car and then you know and all of a sudden you're just like oh poor me <laughs> right poor me man i just exactly yeah i just don't care anymore i just i can't anymore you know that's, the kind of, that's that's i feel like that's the general consensus of what you get from just staring at people's lives all day right i mean what how much time do you spend looking at the people's lives instead of building your own you mm. know mm. So, yeah, definitely limited. I would cut it out. I've never used Instagram for more than just texting someone that I haven't talked to. Because most of my friends, they're still away, boarding schools or colleges away. So, you know, just to text them. But other than that, it's like, it has no use for me. I never spend time on Instagram just scrolling through reels or looking at people's stories. TikTok, yeah, it's hard for me to scroll through TikTok. It would have to be something very meaningful, Uh very deep, or educational at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it just seems like there's so easy to get social media or Instagram, whatever the Instagram depression mm-hmm. these days. YouTube too. What about YouTube? YouTube, it's hard. Hard. I feel like it's harder for YouTube because, because it's, there's so many good there's instructional yeah. videos. There's there's a lot for YouTube. It, it's definitely been a utility in our lives. I mean, my dad every time something breaks, he's like, "Oh, I got a YouTube video." You know, <laughs> car breaks down, YouTube video, <laughs> boilers yeah. messed up, YouTube DIY. video, yeah. do it yourself. You know, those are definitely helpful. I just feel like. And these, like, small format things like TikTok and Instagram, you know, yeah. where it's just, like, a minute long, yeah. two minutes long, 30 seconds, I don't how, how much education can you really get yeah, yeah. from that little burst of information, you know? That's a good point. But YouTube, it's usually longer Yeah, formats. you use Facebook. Facebook is a relic for Yeah, it's a relic for people. us. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing my mom uses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, man. I'm, I'm glad we, I think we covered quite a bit about indifference. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of different ap- um, aspects to indifference, but uh, I think that <clears throat> I could I, I think we could have easily like switched indifference for depression, you oh, know, yeah. right? Because I mean, because depression and indifference kind of go together. I've learned to see everything you, you, that you have two choices in life to see everything that's connected or nothing that's connected. <laughs> okay. At this point, everything just seems connected. I mean, right. we can even connect this to your, your freedom talk that you have with us the other day. People become indifferent because it feels like it's more free than picking a side, you know, and that's right. not true freedom because, you know, this is it all connects. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it really does. It really does. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, depression is a big one. I think that when you when you become indifferent you don't care then you obviously lead to more emotional depression too yeah depression is a huge talk i love to have that talk sometimes yeah we'll, today, we'll talk about that more yeah. i mean what do you mean about today i mean later we can do another oh yeah yeah we'll, we'll do another one all right let, let, let's let's pause on this one uh and then or let's stop this one and then we'll go into another one if we have the time um but yeah so this is about indifference i hope that whoever is listening that this is helpful for them educational 
inspiring. Uh, I know indifference is a, a malady that pervades all societies and a lot of young people and older people alike. So um, I hope that this is encouraging. God bless. the OAC. This is from the OAC Studios.